I, I've been whipping up some uh, homemade pasta, pretty much. Well, not homemade pasta. I was whipping up homemade pasta sauce and uh, I had to I had to make dinner today uh, for Paige and I. So I was running a little late. It's because I was in the uh, in the kitchen uh, whipping it up. Um, man, I made I'm, I'm honestly I'm, I'm the best. I'm so I, I'm just amazing. And uh, I made such a great pasta sauce. It was delicious. It was a uh, Gordon Ramsay over there. Get him over there. <laughs> I was dude. I was whipping it. I was whipping it hard. It was, uh, I got like some whole peeled tomatoes in the can and dumped that in there. Got some oregano, salt, pepper, you know, just garlic, shallot, you know, all that good stuff, dude. It was fantastic. I was so excited about it and, uh, it turned out delicious. So I was running a little late cause I had to clean up. Uh, I never, never let anyone clean up my messes. So I had to clean up the old kitchen and, uh, before I hopped on, hopped on the feed here, but boys, Let's just mark this. It's a momentous occasion here. This is our first Cinemaxtic in fucking months. <laughs> it's been it's been a while, and I think if anyone listened to our Force Vision, which I think we have we have more listeners, which has also been months. Yeah. I think that was January twelfth. I think <laughs> oh, I looked really, today. yeah. Uh, uh, so I think it, well, right. well, dude. It. I'll just say this. Uh, if. I, we have more listeners on Cinemax than we do on Force Vision. So people who didn't listen to Force Vision because they aren't into Star Wars. Uh, just long story short, I'll just wrap it up for you. Well, you could go listen to Force Vision and hear the whole thing. But um, I've had an unbelievable amount, as a lot of people have. A lot of people have had a way worse situation. And uh, so I don't mean to sound – I don't mean to bitch and complain, but I've had a lot of life events. Um majority of them have absolutely sucked ass <laughs> for 2020 uh and uh, there was some bright shining moments to cap out the year i will say that um but uh, there was a lot of just shit going on and uh, i was extremely busy lots of things and uh just to be honest with you just did not have the time or energy to do the podcast that i wanted to put out for you because if there's one thing that you know about the cinemexic podcast it's quality and it's energy um, and I think yes. that goes for for every episode we've ever done. Um, without a doubt, we are the of best. course. Yeah, well, uh, and it doesn't and, help that only like three movies came out in twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, and the movies and the movies that did come out were not very good. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, the movies that came out in twenty twenty came out in twenty twenty for a reason. It seems like they're like like sweet. We could shovel this shit off and, and no one's going to even notice there. No one's going to care about the box office numbers because this sucker would have bombed like Mulan. Mulan would have bombed. That movie sucks. Uh, but hey, um, guys, it's good to have you back. Uh, let's just go ahead and get into this thing. On today's episode, we're going to go back into what we watched. And guess what? We've had basically a whole year to decide what we've watched since our last Cinemax thing. So we're going to discuss that, too. We're going to assess the movies we're looking forward to in 2021. It's a new day. It's a new age. We're breathing new life into this year. It's going to be a good year. We're going to talk about the movies we're looking forward to. There has been a ton of Marvel and DC movie news that has come out over the past few months. We're going to talk about that. And the only movies that matter, right? Only movies that matter. And we're going to talk about whatever else we want to because we're just going to keep it loose. We're not going to, we're not going to go into too much detail it's just going to be a nice fun relaxing podcast and i'm excited to be back in the saddle it is time to dive in it is time for the cinemaxtic podcast
I dare say I nailed it again. I am the that best. Was good. Like I you said, nothing but quality. Yeah. <laughs> I, no I rest, am the best. No rest the shake off there. I am the best. It, it, it is now certified. I am the greatest. And uh, I could just hang it up now. But um, guys, it's so, it's so good to have you all back on the podcast. Um, you've probably already noticed listeners who haven't been with us uh, from the time from the top who just jumps into a podcast like seven minutes in just assuming we're bullshitting of course they've been with us from the top but you probably noticed we're missing tim and that's because tim died and we don't care about him anymore so it is tanner rush at danger rush and my good friend our producer seducer himself jordan katzer at jay katzer it's at something i don't it's at something on instagram (laughs) i mean just very Still convenient good. that Tim died during Today. the pandemic. So, like, we had an excuse to not go to the funeral. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly right, because I, I would not have attended. Um, but, man, it is, it's good. I don't know. Tim, actually, I mean, he, he really didn't die. But uh, he is uh, doing something. He didn't explain. He's, he's, he uh, might as well have. I think might, anytime someone is on a hiatus from this show, we automatically assume they die. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> pretty much every episode. That's pretty much it. We, <laughs> that's right. With like every we, time Max is gone, he died. And we're dead. We're dead. Um, We've all died by now. But, but yeah, but man, um, guys, it's it's really good to have you back. So let me just lead it off. Everyone, you know, you know about me. What what's been going on in your guys' life, Tanner and Jay? What, how how have you all been? Oh, you know, twenty twenty's just been just a jackpot year uh or was i guess it's hard to time doesn't mean anything anymore every day is the same and it just uh you know it's it's whether or not the universe has taken a dump on you at any particular moment now uh but i mean things have been good it's fucking cold right now like yep Yep. We're in Kansas. I want to die. It's it's uh, dropping into negatives this weekend, so that's yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah, Jay's still out there frothing though. I see him. Oh yeah, dude. Froth day or night, rain or shine, snow or sleet. You're out there. You're you're slinging it. That's pretty much sums up my 2020. It's been working from home, working in the office, then working from home, (laughs) yeah, and pretty much playing disc golf every weekend. Um, got a tight little little group going on every weekend nice um bought a house that was fun yep but your other folks, than that and it's your folks house right you you get yep. you bought the childhood bought, bought home. my childhood home that's You're the both dream homeowners now. that's that's the dream yeah so both of you it hasn't been too bad I, i've been painting um oh as uh, you guys can't see it but off to my right here there is a uh some molding around the closet that is half painted and that's been that way for about two weeks now <laughs> so are you kinda, in the master, i kind of hit a wall are you in the master bedroom now yeah yep oh, so i'm technically not? technically my office is my childhood room when you said painting i just went ahead and assumed that you were actually taking up painting and uh you yeah, were man. bob ross in it now yeah for and bob me and, ross me, and bob, me and bob go go way back i'm hitting it hard now <laughs> but hey dude i i uh yeah man i uh it's getting buying a house is a is a big thing and it's something i never thought i would be able to do at this point in my life i must be nice hey it's tanner it's just it was very fortunate nice very fortunate set of events 
uh, that, that gave us this, the position to be able to do that. But, uh, yeah, man, I, uh, it's, um, it's crazy. It's, it's a great thing. It kept me again, busy for so many days to where I had absolutely no energy whatsoever to do any podcast because I'd either been painting or staining or building something. It just has been nonstop. It's nonstop sprint, but yeah. you know, Paige and I are, you know, we're happy and healthy and couldn't be happier in the new place. So that's, you know, that's like what I meant with 2020 ending on somewhat of a high note. That was definitely one of the high notes, I suppose, is getting, getting the first out. So, yeah. well, uh, with the pleasantries out of the way, it's time to start the number one Gina Carano fan podcast. And uh, <laughs> we're going to start off with why everyone is wrong and why Gina is right now, Tanner. Um, oh no, my God, just, Max. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost half of our listenership if not all <laughs> right there <laughs> oh man but we gained gina and that's what matters we gained gina uh she gonna, she gonna be on next week oh <laughs> oh you, we hope so she's got nothing else going on so she might as that's well be what, that's that's our ticket to the top is we just interview all the disgraced and canceled stars yeah. <laughs> that otherwise won't be doing anything yeah so. we, we, they could like they'll take they'll take like a, a 50 spot and they'll be like fine i'll come on it's yeah. gonna pay for my groceries have, this week we have a uh, hammer on two weeks yeah. from now army, <laughs> army. <laughs> yes yeah. yes uh, bam margera i think is going through it right now hey he's, he's been doing, going through it since the, he, the days of his show he yeah. has been uh uh jackass jackass uh four is filming right now he actually had to go to the hospital because it's, he won't it, be in it no, he is. They kicked him off. No, oh, they really? kicked him out. Yeah, because they... he's he's off serious? the deep end right now. Yeah, hold no, on, he won't be a part of it. I got. I think that news came out today. Breaking news: a Cinemaxtic exclusive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one else knows. Bam Mar- <laughs> Except oh, how Jesus. I figured it out. Bam Margera relapses and cries over being fired from Jackass Four and heartbreaking video. Oh God, Bam! This is sad, man no yeah it's not it's uh, not funny well let's let's go over let's go uh, honestly let's lead with this really quick this is breaking news to me like i this is five this happened at 547 this is literally just a, not long ago uh bam margera calls for jackass four boy cat after after alleged firing um has raised concerns about his mental health after posting his since deleted series of disturbing videos detailing his grievances with the film slated to come out in september uh i'm not in jackass 4 and if anybody cares about me don't get don't don't go see their movie because i will make mine way fucking ratter if you just venmo me a dollar he says that the god god God. yikes oh man you know he like a multi-millionaire like oh yeah yeah too long ago i think he probably still is unless he drunkenly you know went through it all i mean the guy still has a very popular skateboarding contract and his bam skateboards and and all that stuff are like huge dude uh i mean here's the thing i mean they've they've been deleted for a reason but when you're trying to make (laughs) when you're when you get fired from jackass (laughs) i mean that's i mean that speaks for itself you got fired from jackass like that there's nothing you can do to convince anyone that you're the one making sense here. You're like, ah, I'm the voice of reason, man. <laughs> Those guys that jackass who, who has Steve-O eating people's shit in some of these movies. 
are not <laughs> are wrong. I am the voice. Of re- that just it, that is, you know, if you get fired from Jackass, that that does mean um, some shit's going down. Well, I mean, thoughts it sounds like it's um he's dealing with some uh, substance abuse problems and also just mental health stuff. I guess yep. like he invented a language and every now and then will like on social media post things in this made up language. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't followed this all too closely, but well, you know, I do remember fondly watching the first two Jackass movies, at least, and uh, Wild Boys back in the day. Well, for yeah. me, those were my outlets to a crazy boy lifestyle because I am the epitome yeah. of a of a, a you know a goody goody. I literally did not have a did not have a sip of alcohol until I was out of high school. Um, I never, never, never did any of the weeders, any of the green, uh, <laughs> until, until I was weeders. way out of high school. Uh, so that was like my outlet for like the crazy lifestyle. I watched all the jackass movies. I watched every season of Viva La Bam. Um, I never looked up to Bam as an idol. I always thought him and his friends were kind of assholes, but I still just watched, I watched it cause it was entertaining. I mean, but still though, like, I think Bam is a person who, who genuinely does come off like he's he's probably a genuinely nice guy he's just going through obviously addiction and uh some mental health issues and uh, it's been like this way for bam ever since ryan dunn died um when ryan remember when ryan dunn died uh, ryan dunn was bam's best friend growing up do you, you know who ryan dunn is tanner you know that uh, I know Ryan Dunn did die. Yeah. Um, well, that was Bam's like best friend. That was, like, I mean, his... that, right. Okay. No, I, I, sorry. I was, that was a failed attempt. At, oh, you were, uh, you were joking. I'm not going to explain it because as soon as I said out loud, I'm like, that didn't at all <laughs> go off like what it was going to be like in my head. Um, right. So never mind. Well, I know who he is. Yeah. 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 Well, but hey, that was super sad because he was, was like way cooler than Bam Margero. Oh, yeah. Ryan Dunn was probably my favorite guy in the Jackass crew because he was the guy who was just was there. He did some of the stupid stuff, but he always seemed like the voice of reason and the guy who was like just a normal dude and kind of and, and genuinely a nice person. So that was sad. And that was Bam's childhood friend. And ever since he passed away, um, you know, uh, I don't think things have been the same for him, which which is too bad. Uh, I really hope Bam gets the really he needs help. And um, he's surrounded by guys who have been there and who have overcome it. Uh, Brandon Novak. I don't know if you remember him, but Mm -hmm. he, he was a part of the jackass and Viva La Bam. That guy was drugged out of his mind, like addicted to heroin, all that stuff. And he is now like seven years sober. Uh, He speaks on sobriety. Um, He's a, he's a motivational speaker. His story is incredibly inspiring. And then just like Steve-O too. Exactly. I don't know what Steve-O's up to these days but i assume he's still clean no he's he's super clean steve-o is uh is actually a very big inspiration to i mean i i don't have abuse issues but steve-o's story is a huge inspiration for me and and everything he's overcome because he is still clean uh and he's been clean for like eight or ten years now or maybe even longer than that um and going strong and he he openly talks about it if you guys if there's a youtube channel i could recommend by the way believe it or not steve-o's youtube channel is incredible i don't know much about his like podcasts and stuff but there is just you you'll be able to tell by the videos uh he just titles them like the time i or just basically generalized stories 
Steve-O has the most incredible stories, which I don't think it's, you know, that hard to believe, but he has some of the most incredible stories ever. And it's, you, you gotta watch these. Like I binge them all in a week and uh, because they're just so fascinating. So interesting. The guy has a story for everything. And, uh, and so definitely go check out his YouTube channel, but yeah, Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Look no further than Steve-O is an example of someone who, has been there and back and is still alive today. And Steve-O did 10 times more crazier stuff than Bam did. Um, and, and it's way more into way more dangerous drugs than just alcohol, which alcohol is very dangerous, obviously, if you, if you're an addict, but um, shit, what Steve-O went through is crazy. So yeah, I mean, uh, from, from the Cinemax crew, let's just, I mean, really, I, it's not, it's not funny uh, to, to, we don't mean to laugh at it really. And I, you know, I hope Bam, gets the, the help he, he needs you know and uh comes out on the other end because it's not the jackass family guys, that man did you guys hear about this was like two years ago um hulk hogan's tweet uh so no. he he tweeted a picture of him and bam margera i guess they had met at some point uh saying damn bam i wish you were still with us i sure would love to hang out again brother oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was, was dead like, damager was like thanks but like i'm still alive and then hulk hogan replied ah i mixed up bam and ryan sorry oh like, my god like, it's horrible but like <laughs> i just it's like there's no way they're, they're like good friends. So it's just this weird. Oh man, that's terrible. Shitty. Uh, I don't know. I, it's horrible. But I just love the thought of uh, people memorializing uh, other people while they are still alive. Man, I, I it obviously like to me too is like clearly with this story here, like Jackass probably would you know probably loves the stuff spam's doing for like the camera and everything but they also know deeply he needs help and they can't like they cannot in good conscience just keep letting him be a jackass at this point in his age be with with you know alcohol drugs and alcohol like that and and just be you know uh what would it be uh supporting what's the word for that and enabling that type of behavior um so anyways yeah that sucks i hope bam gets better and, and maybe you know he needs to get himself into rehab and, and get better. So, um, all right, moving along uh, after that kind of bleak story, uh, let's talk about what we watched, guys. It's been it's been uh, months. I almost did too. That was so close. <laughs> it's it's been uh, months since we've had our last Cinemaxic, and uh, we've had plenty of time to watch things. So I'm going to pull up my uh letterbox here which by the way was a terrible year to buy letterbox premium i bought that in january <laughs> yeah. like hell yeah i'm gonna log all this shit <laughs> you weren't even using it no barriers before the pandemic yeah you never it, update yours well i was i was getting better at it i was i was trying to get better at it and you could see now i i think i've done i've done i think i've done well if you look at my catalog here for 2020 um geez the birds of prey was in 2020 god yeah 2020 was a long ass year man it was a that year was, that was uh, february it was super long but also ago. it flew yeah. by you know it was one of those weird things which by the way this is something else and i don't know if anyone else feels this way but it's it's like a bizarre thing 
do any of you at all, any of you, feel nostalgic for the beginning of COVID? Like when we were on that three month lockdown with every, I don't know why I think Paige brought it up that she thinks it's probably that, you know, we were all going through something together as a human race. And it just, there was something horrifying and wholesome about it that we were all just locked out at home trying to make it by and, and figuring things out. And there was like some sort of unity there. And I guess that's maybe why I feel like nostalgic for that time period and also because that year felt so long that I already feel nostalgia for just a single year instead of being like, I'm nostalgic for 2012 or something, you know, is that just me? Is that just me? Okay. That's just me. That might just be you. I don't know that I feel I mean, nostalgic about it. I remember, I wish I could go back to thinking like, ah, you know, this will just be a crazy month. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, they're of canceling like, all this, these sports activities yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Instead, now it's like, man, I wish I get a vaccine by the summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I I'm going to be honest. I'll probably, I'll probably cry when I get the vaccine. I, I'm, I'm honest. I probably will. I'm going to be so relieved and just so happy that I finally, that, that this is I can finally. I do over. shit. <laughs> can, yes. Not yet, but once well, everyone right, gets yeah. it. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I know I can I hang out with my towards friends. The end of the line. I'll hang out with my friends. I'm okay with that. Okay, that's just like, dude, I haven't seen. Uh, Jesus, like I was telling this the other day, like other than Halloween, which we did and like I went to an outdoor event on Halloween around a fire. Uh, so it was open air. There's a lot of heat and we were somewhat spaced out. So it was it was relatively safe. Uh, but other than Halloween, I have not hung out with my friends since uh, like late June. Um, so yeah. it's, it's been a really, it's it sucked. I mean, I've adapted and I'm, I'm doing okay and everything and I, I'm fine, but you know, I understand it's been a tough, tough freaking year. So I don't know why, maybe that's why I feel nostalgic is because that's honestly, it's, it's turning into a therapy session. <laughs> I mean, well, it's like, I think that's why I, though, because like all my I, friends I, are doing I stuff. I get what you're saying. Right. Well, it's like, like it's kind of like the thrill you feel when you suddenly have to poop really bad and you're you know running to the what? toilet i guess there's sort of like a similar hype i don't <laughs> <Jump to it. laughs> I don't i don't i don't wow you know, you know what i mean Tanner, i i i i thought you were queuing something up there and i i, I you couldn't have missed the mark further i think that was that's the that's incredible that's really that's impressive uh, yeah no uh definitely it feels like uh just feels like the rush you you have before you take a, a poop but uh i don't know i think it's because like um you know a lot of my friends have moved on and have started doing like they've done things with each other and hung out with each other for like months and i haven't and like i guess back in like march and stuff everyone wasn't doing anything so i at least still had that camaraderie but now i'm just like i'm like i have absolutely no one to, to to like hang out with and everyone else is going out and doing things so i'm just getting fomo i'm sitting in my house drinking alone with having fomo and everyone's out having a great time and i'm just like well i'll get there eventually if, if I, yeah go ahead jay what were you saying that, that i don't know how people first of all I, i'm right there with you like i i guess i see people every weekend but we're outside playing disc golf yeah it's different <clears throat> but like uh, I see these people like posting pictures of being in clubs and bars. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't plan right. on being there for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, you know, large groups like hanging out in different areas and stuff. It's like, I don't know. I'm not, 
like that's totally their decision. I just, I personally can't, I personally can't do that. But, um, and for me too, you know, Paige and I had this discussion. We're like, if we, cause after Christmas, I was like, okay, I'm ready to start hanging out with people and everything, you know, and contained small groups. I and mean, I'm, I'm done with the whole quarantine thing. And I'm like, I'm ready to start hanging out. And then like, I realized, I was like, if I hang out with people now, start hanging out with them and I get it uh literally everything i have done <laughs> is for nothing <laughs> for literally nothing, every yeah. single thing i have done is for nothing and i have done more and i'm not saying this in a braggadocious way but i can tell you for a fact i have done more to seclude and uh quarantine than anyone i know other than my family members by a fat margin a very very wide margin and um and uh if i decide like i'm gonna start hanging out with people and i get it literally sacrificed a year of my life for nothing so i'm holding the strong now until i get the quarantine i mean he'll get the the vaccination and and uh just the way it's gonna be man just the way it's gonna be yeah it's it's not worth risking like even if you don't get like hospitalized sick yeah like it's still gonna mess you up for a while like things still don't taste or smell normal for me and it yeah. i had covid back in july yeah so yeah, coffee dude. still smells like burnt grease oh that sucks i love coffee man <laughs> that's one of the main reasons why right like because of your story like i don't want to like yeah dude i could get it and be perfectly fine and nothing happens to me and i'm i'm good free and clear of it but there's also a very good French fries to... taste like pee. Yeah, I, I don't no, 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 no. Don't say that. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like if I if I get it, yeah. if I get it and now I have to deal with like pea French fries for for a long time. No, I, I, I just I'm not going to I'm not going to take that risk. It's like I, I, I'm OK. <laughs> My family's OK. I'm just going to keep holding out so I don't have to taste things that taste like pee. You know, the only upside is I guess I've. I've eaten a little cleaner <laughs> since getting it because like all the good shit doesn't taste good anymore. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's sad. And, uh, but good for you at the same time on your new health initiatives. Uh, well, anyways, where were we? We're going to get into what we watched, what we've watched over this past year since the last time we've met. And, uh, you know, I have several movies I'll, I guess I'll highlight here. Um, Looking at this list, I cannot believe this is the list of movies that I watched over 2020. But hey, you got more than me. Guaranteed. Well, here, actually, it's not even that long of a list. I'm going to start from the first movie I watched in 2020 all the way through. Well, not even the first, really, just like the movies I watched in order um, of the release, I guess. I don't know how they organize this, but Bad Boys for Life, Birds of Prey, Palm Springs and practical jokers the movie oh. the way back mulan the skywalker legacy uh, the documentary after uh, the, the rise of skywalker tiger king scoob greyhound eurovision hamilton the last blockbuster queen's gambit which isn't a movie but that should be counted as a movie it's amazing wonder woman 1984 and Derek Delgadio's in and of itself. Um, let me see if I can. Are we, I wish I are wish you could specifically talking about 2020 films. Not no 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 no. I'm just, I just movies we watched. I just listed just, it. That was, like that. 
you know, okay. I wish I wish in Letterboxd to let you, you know, go to your movies and like list them how you how you watch them, because like it only lets me watch earliest release to or latest release to earliest and vice versa. Yeah. Like I want to be able to see what movies I watched in 2020 as a whole. I thought I could. Let me see if I can do that. That's what I'm. That's what I was just trying to do, and it was only showing me like 2020 movies. I think if you go to stats and you go to all time released by no this isn't gonna do it either well yeah none of this is this isn't gonna do it let me see if i can uh how do you see every movie you watched that year on letterboxd you watched tenet I didn't. No. I've seen it. I didn't. It wasn't worth it. It um, you know, it was Nolan at his most Nolan-y. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, that's not necessarily a good thing. I actually, I literally, uh, di- I I didn't see it, and honestly, I'm not sure how much interest I have in seeing it because it's a long movie, and a lot of people have just talked about how. I mean, I'll watch it at some point, but a lot of people have just talked about how disappointed it was, um, in terms of like, just anything. Like they just thought it was like the weakest of his films, um, yeah. and uh, that, yeah, th- they just weren't uh, that big of a fan of it, and it's really hard for me to like want to commit to watching that. Um, knowing that, I suppose. Well, let me see if I can. Well, apparently, I only saw 14 2020 films, which I'm surprised it was even that high. I don't think I saw, I saw Weathering with You, and that was like what, February, January, that was like mid January, yeah. I mean, I went, not... I went on an anime kick towards the beginning of the year. I really... I flirted with that like a month ago, but yeah, it still might happen. It was like weathering with you. It was uh, I think I said this in like the last podcast we had in January. Uh, what was that? The one about the uh, Tokyo Tokyo Godfather? Oh, that yeah. wasn't. I saw that with Chance in theaters because it was like a remastered something or other. Um, well, anyways, I'm just gonna, I'll just go off of like, it's not letting me see what all the movies I saw and like just in 2020, whether they came out in 2020 or not, but, uh, surely that's a long list. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I guess, uh, I'll just talk about, I guess I'll just talk about this. Um, well, uh, most recently I watched, uh, in and of itself, uh, Derek Delgandino's. It was. What is that? I, I knew just, you were going off about it on it's Facebook, just a, but it's I've just never a, heard of it. It's just a stage play. It's like it, well, it's not even a stage play. It's a, it's like a one man show magician thing, and uh, it's not like uh, your standard magic show where he just get to do a bunch of tricks for you and ooh and ahs and stuff. But he uh, he um uh he. Basically, he uh, just tells the story over the course of that evening, and um, he 
he makes <laughs> dude for me i just it didn't resonate with me it's just really hard for me to like say anything about this without like laughing at it it just seems it dude it was so melodramatic and it it was like big hashtag sad boy energy and like it, it for me the thing that bothered me most is how many people are like lauding it and loving it when it to me it's it's one of those things where it's taking a simple idea and making it deep and because people think wow that's an idea that you just made deep it's now like this very profound like work of art it's kind of like the same it, like the thing i compared to is like it's a, it's like when a comedic actor takes a dramatic role and you're like oh oh this is like wow he's really showing his acting chops or this movie's really gonna get into it because will ferrell is playing a dramatic role it's like just because it's you're taking something that's usually one thing and you're adding some you're like oh this is going to be dramatic now doesn't mean it's going to translate as dramatic to everyone else and i thought is for me i just was taken out of it every single time like the magic and it was kind of cool like none of it was like blow your mind to me um and that's maybe it's because i've seen david david Copperfield live humble brag seen him live man's mm. incredible wow. um uh david copperfield yeah he made the statue of liberty disappear did you see that live i did not see that live i saw it on tv maybe but not i was not in new york at the time it was <laughs> you know that's that's a name i've obviously heard before but i can't imagine a face he's like one of the most famous magicians of all time but yeah i can't imagine his but, face like he sounds I, the problem is is when i hear that name i automatically think it's like someone from like houdini's time yeah or like you know like a silent film actor like buster keaton or charlie I, chaplin or something like that yeah i mean i couldn't i couldn't tell you what he looked like either i mean I've like seen no him, one with the last name like uh copperfield is still alive like that's an old british family that For died out <laughs> Like they were killed yeah. in the revolution or something. For some reason, when I think of David Copperfield, I'm like picturing like Hugh Laurie's face or like Kevin Conroy's face. Like that's who I picture when I think of David Copperfield. And that's, and again, I haven't seen this guy in forever, so I can't even tell you what he looks like, but um, yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought, I just thought. That's he, not even his real name. Well, of course it's not. His last name's Kotkin. Kotkin. And fuck David Copperfield. <laughs> He's a liar. Which there's a there's a movie out called The Personal History of David Copperfield, but it's not about the magician David Copperfield, I don't think. Or is it? Wait a minute. Is I'm pretty it? sure. It's uh, Dev Patel, isn't it? Why is he wearing a top hat and stuff? Like David Copperfield wasn't born in the 1800s. Maybe that's why I'm confused. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. Um but yeah. This I just thought this thing was like super melodramatic and they didn't like it at all. But uh people were saying it made him cry and that they were super emotional watching it. Whatever. If that's your thing, that's your thing. Go for Hold it. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. The personal history of David Copperfield is based on an 1850 Victorian era novel, David Copperfield by Charles Dickens. So David Copperfield lifted his name from David Copperfield. Apparently. I'm okay with that. Is the book about a magician? I don't know. Uh, I've never seen it. I've never read it. 
It doesn't seem to be. Um, wow, what a dumb little rabbit hole that was. It was, but, it, <laughs> but that's, that's what we're about here. So I appreciate that. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. I actually really enjoyed this movie. Don't understand why I got so much hate. Like, I'm glad I guess you liked it. I guess people like draw the line of realism at like Wonder Woman asking people to renounce their wish. Uh, and, and they don't draw it at like an invisible Island in the Pacific ocean. Um, but you know, what am I to, you know, who am I to say there were some stupid parts? Yes. Um, but I want to bring up one thing. A lot of people, cause a lot of people bring this up as a big plot hole. And I say, nay, that's not how it should be interpreted. It's not how I interpreted it when I watched it live. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the movie said differently. I've only seen it once, but this is how I interpreted it. They say the plot hole. Spoilers, by the way. Spoilers skip ahead like four minutes or something. I don't know. Whoa, we're diving deep on this. <laughs> not, not four minutes, a minute. <laughs> skip ahead a minute. But but the, uh, the, the, the idea is like, oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman t- talks to humanity and has them all renounce their wish, and they all decide to renounce their wish. Wow, how convenient is that? That's ridiculous that they renounce the. That's so unbelievable. And I'm like, no, that's not what happened. And this is how I interpreted it. Maxwell Lord at the beginning of the movie wished that he was the wishing stone. When he was granted that power, he, every other wish is literally linked to his. It is linked to his wish. All of them are. So when Wonder Woman has him renounce his wish, everyone else renounces their wish, whether they want to or not. They- so it's like a um, super battle droid kind of situation where you just blow up the main computer and everything exactly. falls apart. Yeah. Every, it's but like it's pulled from them. They don't even I, like some people don't want it. Like they could have, they should have shown that. That some makes made sense, but that's not how it's framed. I think that's why I, I, if, if that's what they were going for, they did not communicate that and, visually. And I, I will say, honest to God, that's how I interpreted it when I watched the movie. I just thought, oh, he renounced his wish. Now everyone else has to renounce their wish. And that's that's what I thought, because there were some people who probably didn't want to renounce their wish and they had to. Right. Um, uh, Which so is why it's kind of dumb. <laughs> right. So that's why I thought what, what was going on is him doing it. It just basically pulled it from people whether they liked it or not, they had to renounce. So, um, which again, doesn't, <laughs> without that though, uh, without that scene, we wouldn't have got the hilarious clip of the, um, of the terrorist guy saying he wished for nuclear weapons. <laughs> that was so hilariously uh, <clears throat> tone deaf that I, I literally started oh, the laughing. The whole thing. The whole thing in the Middle East is tone deaf. I was laughing so hard at that part. <laughs> he was for nuclear weapons. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's <laughs> like this is this is ridiculous, guys. I was I, oh. I I just thought I'm sorry. Like I don't I don't I didn't I wasn't laughing as in like making fun of them. I was laughing at the movie for its decision to do that because it was hilariously out of place and bad. I just I think. This might be a dumb complaint, but it it felt too like Saturday morning cartoony. Yeah, and I like you go from the first Wonder Woman, which is Wonder Woman in World War One, to Wish Magic. It is like pulling you 
it's like going from 1917 to my little pony like it is just so right tonally like off point from it it doesn't and i thought that it, it feels disconnected and i thought that was a creative decision though like i didn't i didn't think that was like that that they just made the movie and like oh i hope this matches up tonally with the first one I thought they were going to like they were trying to make it in the vein of a Donner Superman movie on purpose, and that's how it kind of fit into me. Like I didn't have a problem with the tone because sure. that's what it's that's what they were saying they were inspired by. They were inspired by Donner Superman. They were inspired by Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. They wanted this bright, kind of colorful, fantastical world um, that was different than the 1917. And I thought that was kind of I I, I still like that idea, like how she how Wonder Woman can kind of almost create her own multiverse within her own universe by just jumping tones and, and styles and stuff like that. So I didn't, and I'm not trying to be an apologist. I, I didn't, that did not bother me. Don't you fucking dare. But, but if, uh, uh, it clearly bothered a lot of people because dude, the, the hate this movie got is, um, I, I don't think it was as bad as everyone made it out to be. I, I thought it was kind of a mid experience. I, I feel very like for every like one thing I liked, there was maybe like another thing I didn't care for. Um, yeah. I'd watch it again. I didn't love it. Yeah, and um, Wonder Woman rapes a man, and that was weird. See, I didn't, I didn't see that either. Like, I just thought that that guy was not him anymore. It was just a Chris. It Pine. was his body. I know, but he's like, but no, it's like, I, I don't. It I was don't. his body. Where'd his mind brain go? I don't, I don't know. That was okay. I'll just say this: that's like that was a dumb idea. I don't know why they just didn't have Steve Trevor come back, just like plop him into the ocean or something. Yeah, because him inhabiting another guy's body has like no plot significance whatsoever. Like you'd think, like, oh, the guy is like, he's like an engineer at some building, so they can use that to get access to somewhere, or like maybe he's a wanted man, and now the mafia is right. after that, like some kind of shit like that. But yeah. they, it, it does nothing. There's no point to it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. It, it is. It, it is. Uh, yeah. But they could have done a lot of things better. I. I agree. I wasn't too bothered by that, but um, like not. I, I wasn't too bothered by the decision to like have street steve trevor like show up as someone else but i mean i do see she defended that on twitter too and i don't i'm just i don't really care to look it up and see why she defended it but she clearly wasn't like her intentions were good and like she doesn't believe that she probably believes there's several ways you could interpret it she probably doesn't like the interpretation that it's rape um but you know oh, so the the jk rowling approach to handling <laughs> probably uh, probably along those lines um but yeah um what else what else did we, you know honestly we don't need to really go over all this but i do want to say a couple of things one, one more thing great uh great documentary the last blockbuster give that a watch it's just kind of a you know it's a short documentary it's not like super profound in any way but it is fun just to kind of step back into that uh, you know, the realm of video stores, kind of see how this last one is operating and also, you know, uh, hear the story of, uh, um, hear the story of uh, Blockbuster in general and that time that went by, because it's, it's kind of an overall look at it. It's not just, oh, it's only about this last Blockbuster. It kind of talks about how Blockbuster came to be, how it went away, 
um, and all that stuff. And it's kind of a nostalgic little trip down memory lane, which uh, it's a great thing to watch, especially now that family video has permanently uh, has, has uh, announced they are going bankrupt. There's not the, the video, yeah. the video store is like officially dead. There's none in our area and no video rental stores in our area. They got red boxes and that's it. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, uh, but definitely check that out because uh, it does. The money does go to the last blockbuster, and if you can keep them running, keep them running. And then the last thing I want to bring up was Queen's Gambit, which is easily my favorite thing I watched in 2020. Um, yep, it does beat out the Mandalorian. It doesn't beat out the Mandalorian's final episode. Um, still haven't it, watched it. You still haven't watched it. Wow. Uh, well, it's hey, great. You want to know something? What? I still haven't watched the last episode of Game of Thrones. Tanner, you really don't have to. I mean, you did though. I mean, I read the spoilies, but I did not watch the last episode. Tanner, I thought we watched it at our place. No, we watched like the second to last episode. What? Yeah. No, we we watched the last episode. I have. I did not. I was not there. If you watched it, I was not there. I have not seen it. I got to look, see what happens in the last episode because I could be mistaken. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, nothing good. It sucks and it ruined everything about Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, Terry, you were there. I was not it was, there. It was the episode that we were super... No, okay. I was not there. Tanner, don't you fucking lie to me. I'm not lying. <laughs> Hold on. We could probably scroll all the way back in our at our group mate and see. We go way back to 2019. It last episode we watched um the 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 we watched they, the attack we didn't when get they take it. king's landing yeah but i i did not see what came after that um, but from what i know it was dumb it yeah, wasn't where you were there um, i was not there, there. was not there but we uh we haven't got parties yeah um but yeah, uh, well, I will, but real quick too. Yeah, Queen's Gambit is amazing. It's my favorite thing I watched in 2020. Seriously, it's amazing. You have to watch it. I, you don't even have to like chess. So good. Uh, it's it's just incredible. And it's something I'm going to rewatch over and over again because I'm just going to treat it like one giant movie because it's amazing. Uh, so yeah, that's what I watched. And maybe I'll bring up some other stuff I watched this year, but uh, you know, uh, I'm just going to leave it at that because we don't have all night. So uh, Tanner and Jordan, what did you watch this week? Or what did you watch this year? Um, well, so I briefly talked about Tenet, which is that whole saga is, I think, just fascinating how Nolan was pushing so hard for that to get a theatrical release. And now like Warner Brothers, there's the Warner Brothers HBO thing now, which some people are saying Chris Nolan was kind of inadvertently responsible for maybe with Tenet flopping. Um, now if it wasn't a pandemic would the movie have done a lot better probably I don't think I mean the critical response is independent of that I think Um, but I it was just kind of like it was cool but not like that cool yeah and I didn't care about the characters, like the drama wasn't good. Um, it was kind of a, my thing with Nolan is he has these, these ideas, but he's always more interested in like the, the 
concept, the conceptual side to his ideas rather than the spectacular side mm-hmm. to it. He always does the least interesting things with the most out there ideas. Like Inception, which I do like, but it's a movie about going in dreams and there's nothing dreamlike in it. Like it's just a James Bond movie almost. Um, anyways, so Tenet is basically Point. like that, but even more dried out. Um, so I, I, it's very forgettable. Um, I also watched Soul pretty recently. And I would say that that's a good one. Pixar is on their way back. I know people said that with Inside Out, but uh, I did not like Inside Out. Um, and The Invisible Man was a sleeper hit for me. Paige watched that and really liked it. Because I do not like Elizabeth Moss at all. Um, I think that's just kind of a, I feel like everyone has like that one actor or actress that like they just irrationally like don't like seeing in anything. And that's kind of what she is for me, but that movie was pretty good. Um, And, but my favorite movie that I saw in 2020 that came out in 2020 was um, Possessor, which is, written and directed by Brandon Cronenberg, who is the son of David Cronenberg, who did a lot of weird and gross sci-fi movies, mostly like in the 80s, like The Fly with Jeff Goldblum and Scanners, which if you haven't seen that, you've probably seen the image of the guy's head exploding. Like that's yeah. kind of like a classic meme, movie, yeah. meme thing. This dude's head just violently blowing up so this is that guy's son um and it was getting a lot of buzz for apparently being like super graphic and disturbing um it's disturbing i don't think it's that gross but we've talked about this many times i i feel like people are kind of wieners these <laughs> days with violence in movies and i i'm not like I don't like enjoy it. Like I think violence should be disturbing and have an effect, but it was like the Joker people like freaking out about that. And it's, it's not that bad. Right. Um, But the movie's about this woman who, this is kind of like a, a near future sort of thing where she's like a corporate assassin and like they kidnap people put a little implant in their brains and then like however like weeks days later this lady hooks up into a machine and then she takes control of their she possesses their bodies and then uses these people to commit uh contract killings Mm -hmm. um and then but the movie is just kind of about beyond that like her sort of uh unraveling in the weird psychological effects that happens it's all about like how our jobs uh destroy our identities as human beings i would say is sort of the 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 message under the movie i thought it was great though it is very trippy and 
uh, violent, weird, and it it ticked all my boxes. That does seem like so- that movie in general sounds like something that is right up your right up your alley. Um, it's something I would never watch. Which and, means oh, typically you should you should love it. You should absolutely not. No. <laughs> If I hit my um, South Korean <laughs> film quota, I did finally watch Train to Busan. I thought so that was so good, Tanner. It was okay. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I, I heard that. I heard I, the. I heard the sequel sucks. I liked it more than I thought I would. I would say. Did you? I, I did like it. the the big guy who um, I don't know the actor's name, but. Um, there's kind of like this bigger beefier dude who's he's kind of a dick but he's just like mostly a badass i guess he's going to be in the eternals the new Marvel oh, okay. movie so I, i'm interested in seeing more of that guy he was definitely my favorite part of train to the sun yeah um, you know i just thought the cg was like noticeably jank in places and it took me out of it but yeah i if, again zombies really aren't my thing so i i'm I'm biased towards not liking it. Yeah. So my opinion might not count for much. Um, but I guess if you're into zombie stuff and you still haven't seen Train to Busan, you should check it out. That's might be the only <laughs> South Korean movie I've seen uh, this past year. Um, you know, I uh, was looking up at... Uh... I was looking up Brandon Cronenberg stuff, and there was another weird ass movie he made called Antiviral, and uh, it just made me think more that Caleb Landry Jones would make a terrific Joker. That guy yeah. is just that guy is just creepy in general. Yeah. Uh, he he looks very creepy in real life, and then he's even creepier in in uh, in movies. And for those who don't know Caleb Landry Jones. Um, you you do because you most likely saw Get Out, and he's the creepy brother in Get Out, who uh, who is you know <clears throat> apparently going around and kidnapping black people and throwing them in the trunk and stuff like that. He's the he's the really really weird guy. <clears throat> he also has a little bit of a uh, scene in Twin Peaks. Um, he's also in Three Billboards Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which that movie is super sad and would never watch that ever again. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, Jay, any movies you want to share with us? Dude, I'm trying, I'm looking through a catalog of shit, just trying to figure out what the fuck I did this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it wasn't, I don't like, I'm trying to think like the movies I watched, like full length. Enola Holmes, I watched that on Netflix. Oh, yeah, you know what? I need to, I need to add that to my letterbox. So I watched that I thought, too. I thought that was pretty good. It was, it was cool to see uh, What's His Nuts as Sherlock, and I thought he played it all right. <laughs> Mr. What's his nuts? Superman himself. I can't Henry think of his Cavill. name. Henry Thank Cavill. you. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. Um, saw that. It's been not too many movies. It's like I said, an anime fucking year, man. Yeah. Like freaking and probably not even from 2020. Like I just started Demon Slayer, which is I think new to Netflix. Uh, like within the past month, which is pretty good. Um, a story of like, it's weird how how times. Like it feels like it's older and samurai style, but then there's like modern cities in the show. But it's like them taking over demons taking over bodies and 
there's a bond between a brother and a sister where like she can kind of hold back from devouring other humans but it's a story of them trying to cure her that that movie um did like gangbusters in japan didn't did it? it i remember hearing hype about it. i guess they there was a movie um because it's like a show yeah but yeah there was the movie and it like broke all the japanese box office records this did year it? yeah so i mean I'll, I'll be excited to see the movie when it makes its way over here and it's and it's dubbed i'm a dub person i'm sorry for you yeah i can only there. do dubs um, I, I, I can only do I can only do dubs too. I do not like reading and watching things at the same yeah. time. It's the 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 Japanese girl voice is just <laughs> it kills me. I can only like I I can't oh, uh, take that much of it. Imagine yeah. imagine my heartbreak when you know I love Goku. I love the the Chris Sabat uh, Vegeta and uh, uh, whatever his name is who does Goku's voice and like this badass voice and like people are like oh you should the, the voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> the voice acting in, in, in Japanese is much better, and you yeah. go listen to it. He's like, <laughs> yeah. and I don't, I do not mean that as in Japanese women sound bad to me. I mean, the, there is a specific high pitched kind of voice they use in anime that yeah. gets on my nerves. Well, yeah, of course. It, yeah, Japanese people, I mean, everyone just sounds fine in their own language. It's right. just the acting. It's just not something I prefer. Uh, and, you know, there's probably Japanese people like, I hate the way English people sound on our anime. Cool. And th- that's probably 100% fair. Uh, so, and Jordan, you're right. It, it has been an anime year because, you know, uh, I watch Scoob uh, and that's, that's, that's. Pretty- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Scoob is anime. All right. It's anime, guys. Uh, that, that movie sucked. We we actually did do a podcast. I think there's a I think there's a full episode on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that wasn't that, that a solo? Just you ranting about Scoob or pretty much, pretty much. I mean, I I got drunk and watched it, and I posted like four paragraphs and how much I hated the children's movie Scoop to my personal Facebook. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to be critical so, of children's uh, movies. They don't is. get a pass just because the intended audience is. It this. is. I, I, I'm still just upset that it's not, it's a, it, I have this chance to do a great Scooby-Doo animated universe. And instead they say, no, let's use this as a launching pad for a bunch of Hanna-Barbera characters. No one gives a fuck about. <laughs> and uh, that's what it was. Like, I had to watch an entire movie about essentially Blue Falcon, a character that I have not cared about or heard of since I was eight years old. So, like, I don't know why they were forcing all this old shit on us, probably for money. As most Where's Johnny Quest? He's I, honestly, I'm shocked he wasn't in there. Where's Space they, Ghost? They had Captain Caveman. They had they had a uh, Blue Falcon and and Robo Mutt or whatever his name is. They had Dick Dastardly. Um, which they are actually, I think I said there was a funny dick joke in, in that movie, which is good. Good. Which it was our, excellent. Um, but yeah, anyways, well, that's what we watched. You know, <laughs> what do you want us to do? It's been eight months. We're not going to go over every <laughs> single movie, but you know, who's to say next week when we meet that we don't just pull another movie from later in 2020, if it's uh, next week, could be we, the next three months. Are we going to do a, a most anticipated of 2021? We are, and that's why I'm actually erasing the topic movies we're looking forward to in this podcast. I'm just going to erase that. <laughs> it's and, and we're going to we're gonna just go. That's going to be one of the main topics of next week's podcast, is movies we're looking forward to in 2021. Um, and maybe we'll throw in a you know a top five list, because we certainly can't do a, a 
justifiable top 10. Like I'm not going to let Scoob be in top 10. So by, I will, you know, by what, what is it? Would, would you have, there's no choice for it to be in the top 10 because it's the right. only, it's I only watch that many movies. No. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. 2020 was a, it was a dud year. Yeah. Um, I will say in uh, upcoming movies, I don't know when this podcast is hitting the airwaves, but as of recording, um, what is today? Thursday? Yes. Yes. Oh, so tomorrow, um, Judas in the Black Messiah comes out. Oh, yeah. You have HBO Max, you'll be able to watch it on that. That is not a plug for HBO Max, but if they would like to sponsor us, talk to Max. HBO Max to Max. I would um, love to get your money. But that movie looks excellent, and I will be watching that this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you would have told me the bully from Like Mike is going to turn out to be, you know, Jesse Plummins turned out to be this big, big time actor who's in all these movies as the bad guy and also is the good guy in some. I just, you know, Jesse Plummins, what a guy. Plummins, Plummins. Um, interesting actor. He really is. He's a, he's a gecko uh, or a chameleonist. <laughs> a chameleon. Maybe the next uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He could do it. He could do that. He, if they do a biopic on Philip, I would, I would definitely cast him. And I'm not just saying, you that. know what? Yeah, I could see that. That would be a perfect casting choice. Um, okay well let's just get into the last thing you know because we just kind of shot the shit talked about the movies we watched just talked about our lives in general you know getting cinemaxic back off the ground um which you know we have a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline i'm not even going to talk about it anymore but i just have ideas and stuff i'm really excited about this but uh, it's just good to get our feet wet again and get back into this so let's just dive into the main topic of the podcast and wrap it up with this there's been a ton of dc and marvel news as a matter of fact guys DC fandom came and went and I didn't even get to have a freaking podcast about DC fandom. The very first event that's all about just DC stuff. And I didn't even get to have a podcast about it, but yeah, uh, literally DC fandom was move out day of my apartment. So I was kind of watching and doing uh, my apartment, my rental, and I was doing a bunch of stuff. So that was in the heart of it all is why we didn't get to have a podcast about it. But DC fandom had a lot of great things that I, I kind of wanted to bring up. Um, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out soon. It's uh, it's a movie with <laughs> that was literally at DC fandom. That's how long it's been. <laughs> but uh, uh, Batman, we got a Batman trailer, uh, which I thought looked incredible. I, oh, yeah. I I told you guys, I just could not believe how good that looked. No, th- it's I went on like a huge Batman like hype spiral after watching it. Like I yeah. was watching all the the live action movies yeah. over again. I was yeah. watching the shitty animated movies yeah. over again, <laughs> or for the first time. I Mask of the Phantasm is great. It's an incredible movie. That's one of the that's one of the best Batman movies ever. The, the DCAU is, in my opinion, trash, but. Unless you're talking about like the 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 uh, gosh dang it now it's the uh, like the whole flashpoint paradox. Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, yeah, all that continuity. I'm, I'm cutting. I'm cutting out like Justice League, Justice League of America. Yeah. The Tim, what's his face? God, I can't remember his name. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, Bruce, Tim, Tim, Bruce, Bruce, Tim, Bruce, Tim, Bruce the Tim. Timverse. Uh, with like that's where the Batman the animated series, Batman Beyond, Justice League, and Justice yeah, League. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's without it. But um, which by the way, they did an animated movie in that universe recently and it sucked. But uh <laughs> so uh yeah, um uh, the Are Batman you talking about um Batman and Harley Quinn. 
No. Oh, okay. The, the one that was in the Tim verse was like, uh, it was a Justice League movie. It was like Justice League something. And it was like, it, it didn't even have all the main characters in the Justice League. I don't even think Superman was in it. It was a weird makeup of characters. Okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, the, the that trailer just got me so hyped. And I couldn't believe how good it was with how little film they had. Like yeah. it was, it was perfect. It looks so grimy. And, and it's a perfect mix so far for me for like, between comic booky and realism and i really hope they don't stray too far into realism because we got that with the nolan universe already i want a nice mix of comic booky and realism and i think that's what it was showing here and like for me one of the main things was when uh batman is in that room and catwoman kind of spins around in a very athletic like way that doesn't seem very human-like um and the, the, the song playing, uh, Kurt Cobain's whatever from Nirvana was playing and just everything fits so perfectly. And uh, what's his face is, is Commissioner Gordon is such a good casting. <laughs> and like at first I didn't like it just because for me, like I, I this isn't a race thing at all. It's just for me, it's like I just always saw Gordon as one way. But now you see him acting as this that that's Gordon. It doesn't matter. It does, you you whoever you cast is who you cast, and that was a lesson for me. Um, I never really care who you cast as what. I think there's certain characters who have to look a certain way. Um, but man, uh, this guy who's playing, and now I'm forgetting his name. I can't yeah, remember. Me too. Uh, he was in Westworld he's, guy. Yeah, Westworld yeah. guy. Uh, uh, Hunger Games guy. He is. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. So good uh already is commissioner gordon and the jeffrey riddler. wright jeffrey, jeffrey wright. Yep. wright and the riddler looks interesting in this if that was the riddler we saw uh and God, oh yeah the, that is the absolute ferocity in batman like that beat down he lays down on that person i was like holy shit like that guy is dead <laughs> he's, if he's not dead He's as close to dead as you're gonna get, and uh, non-lethal uh, murder. Yeah, Batman excels, and there's a hilarious meme where it's like, man, Batman's crippling people who are just working their nine to five, trying to support their family for Christmas, and they happen to work for LexCorp, and Batman's swinging and just kicking ass of the security guys yeah. who stand no chance. But yeah, uh, dude, who knows what those guys were too in the rain? If that's like Penguin's crew, if Joker already exists in this world and that's part of Joker's crew, who knows? Um, but man, that got me so excited. Yeah, and uh, we didn't see a lot of her, but Zoe Kravitz as uh, Catwoman, um, she looks perfect. And that one yeah. scene, I was like, God, that looks good. <laughs> like and, that, you know, it, it's interesting. Um, that again we've got two castings in this movie of you know characters that were white but we've got um black actors playing them and of course people freak out every time that happens and now they're getting a two-for-one special with this movie yeah Uh, but in um not that it's the definitive take on batman but it's what inspires so much of it but frank miller's batman year one um selena kyle is in it and she is illustrated with a darker skin tone, which stood out to me. So I don't know. Yeah. It's just a well. I always it's not, uh, it's not wholly yeah. off point with some interpretations of the character. Yeah. Well, I never exactly because like when they cast Zoe Kravitz, I never 
I never necessarily saw Selena Kyle as any specific or Catwoman as any specific. No, she's not. She's been like Hispanic. She's been white. She's been other, just whatever the writer wants to make her. There, there are characters who, like Black Panther, right? He is necessarily black, but like Jim Gordon is not necessarily white. Right, right. So like, it doesn't matter with a character like that or Catwoman. I don't think. Right. No, I, I agree. Um, but man, it, it looks good. We haven't gotten much else. We haven't got. we've literally got nothing else on it from that, but I was just glad that Matt Reeves gave us a trailer. I couldn't believe he gave us a trailer at DC Phantom considering they like were only two months into filming. If that before it got shut down for coronavirus. Well, and and had, then it got delayed again. Didn't it got, it? Yeah. Cause Robert got COVID and so they had to delay it and it was just nonstop delays. Yeah. Um, then we got our first look at the Suicide Squad from James Gunn. Just got some, which was funny enough. Suicide Squad had completed filming, and we didn't get a trailer. <laughs> DC Phantom and ba- the, the Batman was only a month into filming, and we got a full trailer. So I thought that was pretty funny. But the Suicide Squad looks like a fun movie. It looks definitely in the vein of everything James Gunn does. Um, and I, I, you know, I don't have any uh, anything really else to say about that. But I'm excited to see what happens and. Uh, it seems like no character is safe, so they're probably going to kill off a lot of the main cast from Last Suicide Squad, which would bum me out because I do, I do, even though I hate that movie, I do think the characters were the best part about it. So I'd be bummed to see like Captain Boomerang bite it or uh, Rick Flag bite it, but you know, which what do you guys think about him just like James Gunn just going all in on this the 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 campy look of the characters? Like Peacemaker looks ridiculous. And he's, but he's just going with it. I, I'm trying to decide if I like that, if that, or if that's just like way too over the top, way too much. I, I don't mind the things looking super comic booky because, I mean, you know, we came of age during like the Brian Singer X Men trilogy where it was like the trend was to make things as uncomic booky aesthetically as they could. Um, so I like that they're keeping the aesthetic. I just, I worry about um, just sort of kind of Joss Whedon, his voice sort of began to dominate comic book movies, like that quickiness took over Marvel. And now we're in the James Gunn, Taika Waititi era, just the extreme goofiness, maybe spreading out and taking over everything, like... I, I don't know if I'm making sense, but I, I like the aesthetics being goofy, but I totally, you know, I, I don't want things to get too, I mean, it's wacky. It's, there's some things you can do it with, but there's other things that I don't want to see it in, but maybe Suicide Squad is like, it's, it's, it's about expendable characters. So who really gives a shit, but right. I don't know. I'm, I'm ranting. No, I, I, it's perfectly fine. Um, yeah, it's good to have. It's good to have a good old fashioned rant on uh, on some DC properties. It's been a while, Tanner. You're out of practice, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, there was some other stuff there, like we saw Black Adam first revealed. Uh, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson seems really passionate about it. Seems like it's a character he's wanted to play for a while. So I'm excited about that. I can't believe it's happening. They've been talking about that for almost as long as I've been alive. It feels like yeah, it's been. I mean, I think it was first brought up in like 2007 or something that yeah that Dwayne wanted to play Black Adam. Um, 
and some other things came out of that. I, I mean, it does, we don't need to go too far into it because, you know, we're already running this podcast pretty late and we could touch on more of this maybe when Tim comes in. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like some of the DC news lately. Uh, obviously, the Snyder Cut has been announced. <laughs> There's so much we have to catch up on. The Snyder Cut's been announced. It's coming up. Maybe we'll talk more about the Snyder Cut as we get closer to release and kind of go over that. But that's coming. He keeps releasing teasers. Sure does look uh, rated R. Um, Great. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm. You know, I, I'll say this about the Snyder Cut. I don't think it can get worse than Justice League, and I'd much rather just see some guys, the guys' original vision, than what was given to us for better or worse. So I'm, ex- I'm, I'm very excited for the Snyder cut because this is the first time we've ever seen anything like this happen ever with the movies ever period the end. Um, and I just, I'm very interested in what he's going to do. So um, we'll talk more about that maybe on next week's podcast. And as we get closer to the, to the Snyder cut release date, but uh, yeah. Oh, geez, guys. I don't even know what else to bring up with DC, but we'll just kind of pause it there, I guess. I don't know. Is there any uh, Marvel news-wise? There was obviously that Disney no. summit. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, an Eternals trailer is hopefully coming I would love to soon. see that. God, I, mean, I want to know what it's about. That I have movie no idea. was supposed to have been out like almost a year ago at this point. Um, that's kind of like the big mystery project. Like, it's kind of like guardians of the galaxy everyone was like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. like the eternals is kind of carrying that same uh weight at this point in the mcu no one really seems not a lot of people know who they are they're not household characters or anything but um and then of course black widow is also originally would have come out by now but for whatever reason it seems like disney isn't willing to uh, do some kind of some form of Disney Plus release with it, so who knows? Like Marvel's in limbo right now. Yeah, it's weird how yeah. tight-lipped they are with that stuff. Like, give us something, something. Yep. Um, Goddamn. I agree. I I just want uh, I want to see some of that too. I mean, honestly. Here's the thing. I really could have cared less about the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. After no, we know, we know. But man, I will say this. I just don't like how it's 20 like consistently quality movies. I like DC <laughs> where they're all trash. I, I want them to feel different and not like <laughs> a massive product that's been foam molded for years and years no, and years. I, I get what you're saying. But I wanted to say something nice about the MCU, but I might just fucking take it back. You like WandaVision. WandaVision's the best thing Marvel's ever done, and it's not close. It is the best thing they've ever done. And is it because it's the most chance they've taken in? It's 100% why. It's the, it's the most creative they've ever been. It's the biggest risk they've ever taken, and it's actual drama that's not undercut by a joke. Like, like Wanda, like you know is it, this is actual drama here happening that isn't every second we need a laugh like vision wasn't like wanda what are you doing i don't know who i am <laughs> oh that's a big juicy one and then they start laughing you know something stupid like that happens like they always do and like like they always do in marvel movies it's it, so i've thoroughly enjoyed it and i really really hope they can finish strong they just had a huge reveal at the end of last week's episode that got Without a doubt, the biggest reaction from me out of any Marvel property ever, ever. <laughs> like, so, like, I, 
I'm so excited where to see where this goes um, and, and to see what they do next. I, but yes, that's what I wanted to bring up because we'll talk Marvel news, like some of the movies and shows that have been announced when Tim comes on next week because uh, we've just talked so much about stuff. But WandaVision, if you weren't watching it, guys, go watch it now. Don't get any spoiled. Don't, don't, don't let yourself get spoiled and wait for the whole thing to get out. Go see it now because it is incredible. It is the best thing they've ever done for me. By far, by far. So I don't know what you guys do. You like WandaVision? Do you like WandaVision? I haven't watched it yet. I've oh. seen the first Gordon. two. I've told you, man, it's been anime for days, years. I've seen the first two episodes, and I guess it's this is more of the slow burn portion of the show, perhaps. Yeah. They keep kind of suggesting. I mean, obviously, something weird's going on, um, right. but they're they're playing it very close to their chest I, in I these just, opening episodes. I know, I love it, dude. The tone, the tone is so different. It's so different than anything else Marvel's done. It's like this creepy, like uh, uh, ominous tone throughout the yeah. thing, and I just I love it. I'm like, God, this is so good. This is like Twin Peaks. I, I I'm loving it so much. Um, and that's like, you know, I'm glad you're appreciating it's a slow burn, Tanner, because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's too slow. It's not, you know, where's the action? And I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, can you babies, please calm down? Not everything has to be big, flashy CGI fights with Iron Man flying around in his armor and, you know, Scarlet Witch throwing around her red beams and shit and Thor slinging his hammer and dick around. Just let it just enjoy it just enjoy it for once like why do you need more pointless fights 99% 99.9% of fights in the marvel movies have zero consequences it's just shiny flashbang fights nothing happens why do you need more of that I'm sorry i need to vent don't understand it just watch the damn show it's great i will say um elizabeth olsen is the best olsen she she is she's no great contest. she's great uh, Paige actually just found out that she's the sister of Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know that. She's I was like, how do you not? They look identical. Me. And I always get mad when I find out very successful people are younger than me. I feel yeah, like that, a lot sh- of them. that shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of them, Tanner. <laughs> have you I've heard of the in, NBA, Tanner? I have put in more time on this earth than any of you have. Have you heard about the NFL? Because boy, howdy, you are yeah. going to be really upset, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> when you find out that Patrick yeah. Mahomes is twenty three and is making half a billion dollars. Yeah, Although that guy's going to make more money. Super Bowl. I'm not sure if any of them fucking deserve it. Well, Pat does after yeah. the Super Bowl. I know Pat. Was, uh, Pat was but, perfect. He always is. But, but the other man, guys wasn't that game a piece of shit? That sucked. That was yeah. such a, the, the, the biggest buzzkill I've ever experienced. But that's what we signed up for when we when you, you couldn't even get drunk watching it. it was you just co- such a same exactly. I didn't get a single buzz during the entire movie because I just I was like my movie game because I was like, man, are we going to make this exciting? And no, we got our ass kicked. But mostly, there's a lot of things for that. But Tom Brady but, wins again. Wow, so interesting. Yeah, that's what we sign up for though. When when our team is that good, we sign up for that pain. And that's what we just have to live with. And it's going to be something we live with for a long, long time because we're not going anywhere. We're going to be good for a very long time. Not to stick around on this because I I like watching Chiefs games, but I don't follow NFL stuff as a whole that closely. So maybe this is like everyone gets this, but reading like Reddit comments on Super Bowl threads, 
mm-hmm. a lot of fucking people hated the Chiefs, which is crazy because we haven't really been that great for a while. I don't. I think it's because we get so much media attention. People are probably sick of it. Because we've been good yeah. for the first time yeah. in decades. Like. Yeah. It's crazy how many people loved seeing Tom Brady put the Chiefs in their place. I fucking hate Tom Brady. Anyways, that, that's dude, not that's, what this podcast is about. Well, that's actually the that's that's the worst thing about this, dude. I we could have lost to anyone else and it wouldn't have hurt this bad. It's the fact we lost. But no, to Tom we Brady. had to lose the Captain White yeah. privilege. And so. the and the thing that the thing that pissed me off most about that is that um, it's going to be used infinitely, <laughs> infinitely in arguments with. Is Pat the goat? Oh well, he didn't beat Tom Brady in the playoffs, bitch. Pat Mahomes did not jump off sides in the first matchup in the AFC. He kicked that old man's ass, and then D Ford, D Ford had, had to hop off sides and ruin it because it was an inter. Tom Brady threw an interception on that same play. That's game over. We would have kneeled it down over one and zero. Pat versus them, and then the next matchup, the refs and I'm not anyone, any person who watched that game. The referees were terrible in the first half. They hosed us in the first half. Awful. <laughs> I did not mean to derail this podcast. It's this okay, much, but absolutely awful. And then I can bring it back. On top of that, our our offensive line was hurt. All of them were hurt. They were all backups. It was terrible. It was just but, a shit show. But hey, you know, let's not get into that. Let's just say I'm glad to <laughs> no, be back. We've thoroughly gone over it. <laughs> Tanner, Tanner, I'll bring it back. Elizabeth Olsen is not younger than you. She's not. She's 31. Oh, shit. Okay, well, she's fine. You got, I have Tanner, no problem. Tanner, you got time. Yeah, You're going to make more money than her next year. I've got, I've got room to grow. There you have it. Yeah. You know, Elizabeth also just pissed <laughs> at you, Tanner, because, yeah. man, you are, you are killing it, man. And she's I just can't mad believe Tanner me. Rush of the Cinematic Podcast is <laughs> getting it done out there in Kansas. Well, hopefully, we haven't ruined our chances of getting she her wishes, on the show. She wishes she could be here right now. She wishes she was in your shoes, and guess what? She's not. So, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I was going to – no, it's funny. I was going to say, so suck it, Elizabeth Olsen. And then Don't I was, do that. But then I said – then I stopped myself because I was like, but what if she comes on the podcast one day? And then I was like, what are the chances Elizabeth Olsen ever comes on the podcast one day? I did the factoring in my head. And it turned out zero percent chance. So I went ahead. I, I mean, there is a greater than zero, but less than one. You're right. Would... With the with, with the guests <laughs> we're bringing on, with the guests we're bringing on, once we get our once we figure it out, you you know, it's a step in the right direction, man. I mean, it's I really what's going to put us over the top. It really is. I can't wait to have him on. Um, oh, him. Hmm. Uh, that's a little hit for you. Uh, but oh. But all right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. We've been talking for a while. It's a nice reunion podcast. Uh, we've been wanting to get back after this and, and do this weekly again. So you'll see that. I'm not going to promise anything right now because, again, COVID, life is still very busy. Uh, and once everything slows down, we will be weekly again. Uh, but I don't want to promise, like, yeah, yeah, every week for right now. Uh, but we got big plans. I got a lot of things coming, uh, lots of things to talk about and uh, in terms of this podcast in general that I'm really, really excited about. And I genuinely mean that. So just hang tight. Enjoy this podcast. Enjoy this episode. We got way more coming. So, uh, yeah, guys, I think that's going to do it uh, for today's episode. As always, I'm your host, Max Liedem, at Max Fozzie. For my co-host today, Tanner Rush at Danger Rush and Jordan at Instagram. Just Google him or whatever. Jordan <laughs> J. Google him? Google. Google? You, said, you said Google. Well, that's what I like to call New it. New search engine we're working on. <laughs> and, yeah. and uh 
and uh and just enjoy hey thanks for coming guys thanks for sticking around thanks for being patient as we got a new podcast out i'm gonna go listen to the stars and soundtrack front to back and uh, i will see you all next what week is with the phil Collins shit on the next episode of <laughs> cinemax <Sticks. laughs> bye, bye.